Welcome to Overcome Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to talk with Hannah Turkington, football player from Ireland that had the same injury that I had recently, which is the Linz Frank injury. And she's going to talk about uh, how it was, uh, the recovery process, the things that she did to get better, and also how was the comeback after such a major injury. So this is a great episode. I'm really looking forward um, to learn more from her experience on that type of injury. Hannah, welcome to Overcome Podcast. I was so looking forward for this uh, interview. Um, so I'm really glad to have you here. Uh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Hannah, um, let, let's give a context so people understand why we are having this interview. Um, I personally had uh, the, the Lynx Frank injury um, in September, and during the time that I was researching about this um, injury, which I never heard about before, I started looking at uh, people that had this this uh, injury, and uh, I was going crazy looking for some testimonials and and what people did to to overcome that. And uh, I saw your profile on, on Instagram, and uh, I and the the most amazing thing about uh, some of the pictures that I saw on your profile was that you were always smiling, even when you were in the surgery i was like wow that's that's a very cool way to uh, to face those those things so that was very inspiring just to let you know oh thank you <laughs> so that's always smile yes it, it was it was quite good and and always your comments were very positive i mean i remember one picture in particular that you were by the pool and you and you said that you just wanted to go to, to, go just, to the pool yeah yeah <laughs> on the holidays i know yeah. yeah. So let's go back to that day. Were you playing soccer or were you playing dodgeball? Because I know you play both. So how how did it happen? So I was playing dodgeball actually. So it was um a Northern Ireland dodgeball training weekend and it was team trials for or like team selection for the European Championships. Um so it was back in May May 2017, um towards the end of May. And it was a Saturday and Sunday trials, um, all day trials. So it was pretty busy. And then on the Sunday evening, I had my final year uni hand in as well. So I had to do the weekend and then I planned to go straight over to uni and then put up all my work and hand everything in. So yeah, the weekend was going well. We're, um, it was like Sunday and it was like 15 minutes left and we played um, matches to test out some tactics and different teams and stuff mm -hmm. um, and then about five minutes towards the end my teammate I saw her threw a ball and I was like I'm going to dodge this I'll jump and I remember going up onto my tiptoes to jump and then I felt this and heard this loud pop across the top of my foot and then the pain hit and it was uh, it was awful like I've I've broken bones and sprained ankles and stuff before but this was something else and I was like and I remember sitting on the floor of the court and my leg was shaking and I was like that's not normal mm. um, but anyway I tried to get up tried to put some weight on it and the pain got worse so 
Um, all I was thinking at the time was, how am I going to get to uni? How am I going to hand in my work? Um, and then, because I, I was like, I can't drive here. So yeah. I had to um, phone my mum mm-hmm. to come pick me up and take me over to uni. Um, and by the time she came, my foot had like swollen pretty bad and I, I couldn't get the shoe on or anything. And my mum was like, uh, she said, I think you should go to A&E to get it looked at. And I was like, but I need to go to uni. I need to get my stuff handed in because I've worked for five years at uni for this. I need to hand it in. Yeah. Um, but my mum's always right, you know, so I had to listen to her. Um, so <laughs> she dropped me at A&E and I hopped the whole way in and people were looking at me and I was just hopping <laughs> to reception. Um, and then they gave me a wheelchair and they wheeled me around to x-ray. And... So the actual the results came back and they said it's just a sprain. Yeah, you can walk on it, but we'll give you crutches because it's pretty swollen. And I was like, okay, that's good. Yeah, so sprain's not too bad. If I rest it for two months and loads of ice and loads of rest, I should get to the European Championships. Um, so I was like, okay, but I've injured, but it's not bad. It's just a sprain type thing. So I went into uni, and because I was putting up like loads of work and carrying stuff around I was like I can't do it with the crutches right. so set the crutches down and tried to walk like as much as I could but it was pretty sore but I had to get my work up so I ignored it which is probably a bad thing to do thinking back now but um, I got my work all up and I was leaving uni that night and my friend was like look at your foot what's it doing and I was, it was like dangling like this wow when I was swinging on the crutches and I was, I was like oh it's it's just really swollen I can't move it it's it's just because it's swollen I thought so you were not even in the boot at that time no no just uh you know the wee stretchy white yes. bandy yeah 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 just in one of them and uh, they just put it on said try wow. and walk on it if you can so um yeah uh then like two days later uh, the swelling got really bad like I thought it was going to pop um, and then bruising like loads of bruising but I didn't take I didn't take the bandage off um, but I could see it like between my toes like bruising happening mm-hmm. so I decided to go back I went back to NE and I was chatting to the nurse and she was cutting the bandage off and she was chatting away like smiling and all and then she stopped and her face dropped and I was like What's happening here? Um, and she's like, "Okay, just so that's not right. Just wait a wee minute." And I, she went, she went away, and I thought, "Oh, she's just getting another bandage to tape it up, and it'll be grand." Um, and she came back in and said, "We referred you to another hospital, just like up the road, for some scans um, and X-rays again." And don't be walking on it. You shouldn't have been walking on it the past three days. And I was like, oh, whoops, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I just thought, it's okay. It's, it's just maybe a wee bone chipped or something and just need to get it checked out. So um, two days later, I went up to get more scans in the, in the other hospital. And um, I went in. They maybe do like standing x-rays, which was awful. It was painful. And I had to put all my weight through my foot and they x-rayed me standing up and scans and stuff and then they sent me back to the waiting area so I was just waiting there and it was pretty busy 
So I was just trying to keep myself entertained and having a look around. <laughs> and there were the screen and there was a screen down at the bottom of the room and like five or six staff around it, like pointing and having a wee look. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's happened there. That must be something pretty exciting. <laughs> you were wondering why they're looking at with such a yeah <laughs> why there's so many people because all day because i've been there about two hours now and all day it's just been two or three people at the screen and the way off they went to sort people out and as i was looking this man in blue scrubs turned and walked towards me in my cubicle thing and i was like why is he coming to me and i sort of looked around to see if there was anyone else there but i knew there wasn't because i was the only one there <laughs> And he walked towards me and I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe something's broken. We'll be all right. Um, and he came in and he's like, this is a rare one. You've got a less frank dislocation. And I was like, oh, it's just dislocated, right? We can still make it. We can still go to the European Championships. It'll be all right. And then that's what I asked. I was like, okay, um, well, I have a tournament in two months' time. Do you think I'll be able to make it? And he sort of like, he did a half laugh smile and I was like, why is he laughing? And he goes, um, no, you're going to need surgery. You're going to have to get pins in because I've ruptured the ligaments between my like toes and the midfoot. Yep. Basically everything that holds it all together on yeah, the boat. Same thing here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he said whenever uh, that I did the standing x-ray, they could see that like all the bones had separated, not stayed in place. Um, and I was like, at that point, when he mentioned the surgery and pins, I zoned out. I, I I could hear him talking, but I wasn't listening. I was just staring at the floor like, oh, no. Like, what do I do now? Um, and then he went away. But because I wasn't listening, I don't know what was happening. Um, and then this nurse came in with, like, a biohazard box, a wee box, and a pile of needles. And I was like, she's got the wrong room. What's she doing here? Um and then she said that I'm going to be putting cast, like a hard cast now, and that I have to inject myself every day with claxine injections so I don't get clots. So she showed me how to do that, and I was like, everything was happening so fast now, and people were like three or four people coming in, injections. And you were by yourself there? Yeah, it was. About, yeah, they'd only let me on through, and my sister was out in the waiting area, and I didn't have my phone because I give her my phone. It's like, I'll be half an hour. And this was about two hours, maybe more in. And I was like, I have no way of telling her either. So she was just waiting out there. I was by myself. And they put me in a cast and um, I got these injections and all. And then next thing I know, I was standing outside the wee room with crutches cast, a box of needles and a biohazard box. And I was like, I can't get out of here. So I was trying to hobble with all the crutches. I make my way to to where my sister was, and then I finally got there, and she's like, "Oh, um, have you broken your foot?" Because she's on the dodgeball team with me as well, um, and I was like, I just looked at her and was like, "No, I I need surgery," and and then she was like, "Oh, okay," and she ran to get the car, and then I phoned my mom and I explained all, and I was a wee bit upset then, but. Wow, that was yeah. really shocking to you. You were not expecting this outcome at no. all. But no, because I, at first they said it was a sprain. So I was like, sprains. I've sprained my ankles before. I hopefully make it back in time. Yeah. Two months. 
But the movement that you did that that caused the injury, I'm pretty sure that was a move that you've done many times, right? I mean, you you didn't do anything new at that point, right? No, I just went up under my tiptoes, you know, like like Hilarious type thing, and and then it just popped. So if you look back, you don't even know why that happened, right? Because uh, no. it was the same movement. Yeah, no, I don't even know why. Maybe because it was an intense two days and I'd been training like with my football team and my dodgeball team and at that time I was playing volleyball as well and um, so three sports maybe all at once but I'd been doing that for a few years so yeah. it's not I don't know what, what happened yeah, maybe and you, were, you were extremely health athletic so it's, yeah. it's tough because uh, when it happened to me it was also movement that I've done before yeah uh, but it, I, I heard the same pop that you heard, uh, and, and the foot got a little bit loose. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't stand up uh, after that. I had to be carry on uh, with some people help me out. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that you were able to stand up and walk. Well, I, I got carried off the court, and then afterwards, yeah, I, yeah. But it wasn't like it was hard to walk. It was really hard. Looking back, it was silly. I should have listened to my body instead of handing in my uni work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. you seem you 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 had that impression that it was just a sprain and you were good to go, so you were not really taking the the appropriate care, uh, yeah. probably. Yeah. So. So after that day uh, that you got the cast and everything, how long it took for you to to get the surgery? Like a couple of weeks or like a month? No, five days just. So on that was the Thursday. I was in, they told me I need surgery, and then on the Tuesday, um, I was in for surgery that day, on Tuesday morning, actually. And so, so this on the surgery, right after the surgery, it was when you post that picture, you <laughs> right after the surgery, in the hospital, <laughs> and smiling and everything, was, yeah. um, it seemed like you are an extremely positive person, and... Um, and and has a, a a good vibe on everything that you do but when, when you after the surgery because to me it was very painful after the surgery do you fe felt a lot of pain after the surgery to a point that you were like uh this is really bothering me so. yeah um so well when i came out of surgery and i was smiling and that um i still had like my foot was still numb so i felt no pain then i was like oh this is great yeah. This is fine. And then when that like started to wear off, oh the pain was awful. And I, I couldn't even move my toes, but like um anytime like we've got a mad dog here in the house and it used to jump up and hit my cast and oh it was the pain was awful. It nearly made you feel sick. Um but I had these really strong like painkillers to take as well, but mm -hmm. they they weren't fun. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't like taking them, but I, I had to. And you were nearly counting down the hours between them because you were just waiting for any type of pain relief at that point. Um, yeah, yeah. I, so. I, I, I also had to take some painkillers that we were not good from the side of fat perspective, but I had to because the, the pain was too much. Yeah, no, it was. And, 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 and you, young, athletic, two months away from the championship how was your mind when you finally settled and you were by yourself at home with that cast with that pain how did you handle I mean, your, your mindset at that point 
Um, there are a few, like, you know, it's, it's up and down a lot. You know, um, there's bad days and you're thinking why and how. And it's just really, you get really frustrated. So what I did to, to distract myself from that was I, I kept myself busy. And I, I still would have gone to all my, like, dodgeball and football and volleyball training. And um, I would have just sat at the sideline. And, and I actually learned a lot. Sitting at the sideline, you, you learn and see a lot of things that you don't see on the court. So that was helping me a lot. Um, and it just kept, I just, it just want, like, made me want to come back. And, um, yeah, I had, I had a really good bunch of friends and family and they kept me distracted a lot as well. We'd just like go to pub quizzes or have games night or family holidays, and they kept my spirits up a lot. So I think that's important um, to keep distracted. Not 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 distracted, but I I find it if I was sitting on my own, I'd just overthink it all and just think of the bad things instead of the good things. So yeah, yeah, I I, I hear you. Um, unfortunately to me in the beginning I, I really wanted to be isolated uh, it was just a feeling that since I was not feeling myself I wanted to be isolated which is not good but it, it, this is something that happened to me that's why I was wondering if it happened to you at some point that you were like I just wanted to be here by myself and, uh, and isolate myself from everything yeah there there was a few days like that there was a few days where my friends would message me to come out and I was like I just don't feel like it and but upset that day or, or annoyed with myself that day um, but then I was like I can't I can't do this I can't go down that tunnel I have to I had to push myself sometimes to go out and in the end um, it was worth it because you felt a lot better by the end of the day so yeah you just had to make yourself do it sometimes like make yourself go to training sometimes when you're down and stuff mm-hmm. like that you just have to push through it and for, how, I- and for how long were you um in, not only in the cast, but unable to do anything for it was like three, four months or more. Um, so I was two months in like a full cast, um, uh, with crutches and no weight, and then I got like this cast with like a shoe on it. Um, so I had that for two weeks or so, and then I got the cast off and was like trying to walk because. I, my I, surgeon had always planned to take my uh, pins out, so mm-hmm. I was I was like boot off. Then three weeks I go back in for surgery to get the pins out. So, um, yeah, I was like two months. Oh, so camp. because you didn't keep the hardware in in, in inside no. your foot, right? Yeah, it was always a plan to take it out. So, um, I think just the pins were in there just to let the ligaments heal. And, and grow back or back and then once the pins were out that's when we knew it would work like the surgery would have worked mm-hmm. um, but yeah so it was I got the cast off then it was just meant to be three weeks go back in more surgery and then I could start my physio um, but the three weeks came and I went to go back or to, to have my pins removed and I got a phone call that the surgery was cancelled and I was like oh because an emergency had come in mm-hmm. um, so I was like okay well, well that's a bit annoying um, 
But uh, next week, I'll have it next week. It'll be grand. I can start my physio. I can finally make a comeback. And um, then I got another phone call the week after. It's cancelled again, um, wow. which is so frustrating. So it was. And then eventually, it was five times in a row got cancelled because emergencies. Wow. And, and the surgeon couldn't do the surgery. And by the fifth time, I was so frustrated and so upset that I remember coming off the phone call from the hospital and like that we've cancelled the surgery I remember just I was in work actually I was just sitting outside and I just I, I cried I was like I'm never going to get this fixed it's, it's over like yeah. um, why me type thing and then um, finally got this, the surgery and the pins removed and yeah then I finally could start physio properly but that was that wasn't until five months after the injury so I was waiting for five months to get the pins removed to start physio wow yeah. that's a long time that's a yeah. long time and I was in crutches the whole time as well um that was sore in the hands <laughs> and then after all that you started the physio and, yes, and, so and for how long you did the physio so I got the pins out in October so my um and then I had to wait two weeks to the stitches healed and all. So it was two weeks after that. So towards the end of October two thousand seventeen, um, I started physio, and um, I was walking with a really bad limp. For, um, so we had to work on that in physio, and I couldn't when I come out of the cast, I couldn't move my ankle up or down, and couldn't wiggle my toes or anything. Yeah, that was kind of freaky because you're telling your your foot to move, and it doesn't. It, it and, and and if you move just a little bit, it hurts. I'm yeah, not, I'm not sure if you also had problems to move your toes because yeah. that's that's one thing that I'm having problem right now. I couldn't move my toes at all when I went in for cast changes and stitches checkup. They were like, right, stay very still, um, you know, because they're they they just got the I've just got the pins in and they were changing the cast and stuff. But when they went out of the room, I'd try and move my toes just to see if, if I could because it felt really weird. Um, just a wee wiggle, it, it would be all right. Um, but it wouldn't. I couldn't move anything. And I remember every time I got a cast change, which was every week at the start, just with the stitches and stuff, um, I used to come back out really annoyed with myself and frustrated. It's like, I can't move anything. Is there something else wrong or is this normal? And... I just it was hard after did, did you uh, uh, research anything about the injury and about other people having this this uh, injury when you were like in cast and at home because I, I did a lot of research on that that's why that's how I found you yeah. no I, I did too yeah I did a lot of research but I find it hard to get information because there wasn't a lot of information out there um, uh, Part like it's, it's quite a rare injury to get, and so yeah, I, I was on Instagram too and following people who had the injury and seeing how they were doing when I was injured as well. Yeah, but sometimes I find if I Google or research it, it makes me feel worse. So, <laughs> you know, uh, to me, it was it was really good. I, I was able to find. Uh, a couple of people that had uh, this injury and they actually post an uh, entire story on their YouTube channel and yeah. uh, and they were explaining everything because on 
one of the one of that person that said that uh, on the second day after the surgery she was in so much pain that she had to get morphine um and then when i was after the surgery i felt a lot of pain on the first and the second day i mean it was like ridiculous painful uh that i had to take painkillers every three hours so at least i kind of was prepared for those symptoms because i knew it, it was going to be normal because other people were experiencing the same so i found very important to me to to get those uh insights uh, of course the recovery time is different because some of the people that i was following and reading they were older uh they were uh, some of those people were not in shape so all those things contribute right like you you are younger and and you heal way faster than than me so that's just normal yeah well well actually my physio says i'm a slow healer so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you probably heal faster than me yeah but. maybe uh but but but, it, but it's interesting because um it's a very rare injury i was reading that uh, it happens uh, for one person on every 65,000. Uh, so we were lucky ones to have it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a year. Uh, so it's a very rare. But here in the United States, it happens a lot with NFL players. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got my uh, x-ray, they immediately said, that's a Lynch Frank injury. You got to go uh, to a specialist, like right away. I knew yeah. that. Uh, well, yeah. At least it didn't say it was a sprain and you were walking around for a few days. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, so now fast forward, six months has passed. You are finally able to do your first initial steps. Um, and um, in which moment uh, your doctor believes you to do physical activity, like run and things like that? Uh, so I started uh, physio in October and it was February um, that I was allowed to do my first run on the grass, which was good. Um, yeah, so it was a few months um, because I had to, before I had to make sure my ankle wasn't moving up without shaking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, four months it took me. With, uh, did, you, did you feel good? Did you feel anything? Uh, or it was uh, right out of bat, really good experience running out? Or did you have any hesitation to like try to run? Uh, yeah, I was a bit scared, you know. I just was, because the, the injury happened so like run on my tiptoes, and it was sort of that you know running. Am I going to re-injure myself again? Type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it, it went well. It was sore. I was sore afterwards. Um, I iced it and stuff, but. Yeah, uh, it felt good just to be able to do that, to put my boots back on and, and run on the grass again. Um, a, lot yeah, of, was... a lot of people that start to do a physical activity after this injury, they say that uh, they still get in swelling for quite a while. So there, there was a, a person that said that uh, after running through uh, for a couple of hours, uh, for one hour or something, you get back home, the, the foot is very swelling. Do you still get in those swelling? Uh, no, I, I don't thankfully get the swelling in it. And that run in February, um, there was no swelling after it. It was just pain, you know, like an ache type thing. So thankfully, there's no swelling whenever. So just soreness? just Yeah, just soreness. And even till today, there's, I still get a pain. 
but I, I can manage it and I, it doesn't stop me and doesn't bother me anymore. I just, I know it's there, but it's okay. It's just me now. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but the pain that you, that you have today is more on the ankle or is more on the top or where, where is it? So, well, actually a year ago, um, I started getting really bad pain on my ankle, under the ankle bone. Um, so I contacted my surgeon and he said to come in and he had to have a look at it. And we got an MRI scan and it turns out I have a lot of fluid in my ankle bone in, in the sinus tarsi and the, and the ligament down the outside of my foot, the ATFL ligament, has all stretched. Um, but that could have been, I could have done that at the same time. It's not related to the injury, but it wasn't maybe looked at or maybe it was misted or I'd done it before and I didn't mm-hmm. realize um, and he said that um, I could get more surgery to tighten the ligament um, but if I did that I wouldn't be able to do sports because I would rupture it um, if it was too tight I'd rupture it again so um, he gave me another option of getting a steroid injection um, into it like under my ankle uh, bone and uh, would see how it goes so I was like right well I'll do that and, and see how it goes so um, he brought me down and the needle was like massive it was like <laughs> very long and I was like oh, oh dear okay and he jabbed it in and um, it that was, was that was painful I heard that this injection is painful <laughs> it was so sore but it wasn't sore getting like the injection and putting the stuff in it was okay it, when I stood up and I was like, oh, that wasn't sore. So I literally hopped. I don't know why. I jumped off the bed and I was like, right, I'm ready to go. And then the pain hit. And I was like, oh, this is awful. Why did no one warn me before I got up? This is going to be bad type thing. But um, that only lasted about a week. And then the pain uh, started to gradually ease. And and it's all good. I didn't need to have any more surgery and, like, I still get pain in my ankle, and then I still get the pain from the Liz Frank, but it's it's fine. It's, I can but it, it. It, that that pain only happens when you have like a very active day of training and everything, or it happens just just regularly. Um, so yeah, well, it's most days I have a slight pain, um, and it would be more sore if I do uh, like I have a really active day or a lot of sport, but. I, I know it's okay and I know I can push and it's not going to happen again it's just my body telling me there's there's something there but it's 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 fine um, mm-hmm. I can manage it and it's not it's not a really 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 sore pain it's just a slight pain that's there it's, yeah, it's do, fine do you do you ice at all do you think ice uh, yeah. icing helps yeah so after most sports or, or running or anything or training days I had ice but that's just uh, it's just that maybe a habit that I do um, I, I think it helps so I would ice when I can but if I'm away on like tournaments and stuff like that and I can't get ice it, I, I just rub some like freeze onto it or, or mm-hmm. deep heat type stuff onto it and yeah it's okay It's it doesn't last too long like the pain's not in a few hours after it'll ease and it's fine it's it's not intense it's just a wee 
Nagel, it's fine. <laughs> after after you you ran for the first time, that you felt good and everything. Uh, how long took you for to really go back to to the court and actually play? Uh, yeah. Was right after that, or it took a little bit longer? No, it it took about four months after that because there was a run in, and then I had to get used to jumping again, and that was I think just scary scarier in my head than. I think my body could have done it sooner, but I, I just was scared to jump. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. So, luckily, with dodgeball, um, it was just pre-season training, so there was no real matches or tournaments um, from February. And then, um, so I was able to train with the team. And, and then my first tournament back was in May 2018, so the end of May so a whole year later I finally played my first tournament for wow how, how nervous you you were on that day uh, yeah it was scary like it, it was it was like oh dear what's gonna happen but I had played a few matches in training and I survived okay so I was like it'll be alright I have to do it <laughs> I've come this far I have to give it a go um, and then a few months after that I was back uh, playing football matches as well uh, our season started just a few months after I, that. I, I'm not sure if you agree, but I think that for the football, you're way harder, right? Because you are actively using the foot to kick yeah. and, and, and probably a little bit more scary because you have the contact with your opponent sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, football was a lot harder to come back to because it, the matches are a lot longer too. Um, my dodgeball match is 30 minutes and my football match is 90. Um, yeah. And like I had to build my fitness back because I was out a year. Um, as well so at start it was just playing 45 minutes um, a wee bit here and there and then gradually building it up and my coaches were great like they, they said if I was sore or feeling sore at all they'd take me off it's fine you know so they let me come back at my own pace they weren't pushing me on both sports as well so it was it was helpful and then um, I remember my first match back it was a friendly and um, I arrived and we knew the other team um, the other team captain uh, she used to play for us so she was chatting away to me and it's like oh you're back now and I was like yeah this is my first match uh, back and lovely and all we were just chatting away it was good and then when we were on the pitch she just tackled me and tackled me I swear she was doing it on purpose and they were <laughs> off. she was tackling me off the ball and the ref wasn't looking and I was like what are you doing we're friends here why are you doing this type thing um, and it was an awful most toughest like physical match I've ever played and I had to come off about 60 minutes I was just so sore she was kicking lumps out of my foot and everything um, but it was the best thing ever because I knew if I survived that match and my foot's okay I could play any match so she actually did me a favor in the end yeah but <laughs> probably it was very odd to you it's like what, what's going on here <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I, I, I haven't seen her since so maybe she just well she, like, she will listen to this podcast and she was like oh I remember yeah. that I remember that day <laughs> yeah maybe she will <laughs> oh well but yeah no she actually did me a favor in the end and it gave me more confidence to to play and push myself a bit further because I, I could survive that attack. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so. 
one of the things that uh, happened to me also uh, many times, and people keep saying that, oh, you're going to come back stronger, you're going to uh, be so much better when you come back. I'm still not convinced of that. But, uh, mm. I, I think I, I will come back for sure. I'm not sure if I will come back stronger. I will come back probably mentally strong. I'm not sure if physically it will be the same. But on your case, do you feel that today, do you play better uh, than in the past just because you built that uh, mental toughness and do you think that overall the overall package that you have today is better uh, prior to the injury um yeah i think so um like like i said i learned a lot sitting at the sidelines as well and i was like i've learned this and that and i want to show people i've learned this so i, I pushed myself like to work on things that I knew I was weaker on and then I've come back now and I feel a lot faster and quicker um, at football and back when I did my injury I was only in dodgeball about a year so now three or four years later I understand the game a lot better and, and I feel like I've, I'm playing a lot better now so it, it is true like you can come back better than you were before if you use the time wisely and Mm-hmm. learn from but but the, this is more from the technical standpoint you're talking about I'm talking about more about the psychological and, and, and mental uh, uh, readiness do you think that it did contribute with you to get more mature and and to face more uh, hard times do you think that uh, that situation really improved your mindset um, yeah probably did like uh... I um I don't know. I'm sure. I just sort of get on the pitch and and court and and play and. Because you also coach, right? You, uh, I think you you said that you coach some uh, a team, right? Yeah. Um. So I help coach the wee junior uh, team in football. Uh, they're only like like wee ones, like four or five year olds, but it's good fun and yeah, yeah, I coach them and try and build them up through the mm-hmm. stages and yeah yeah i i, th- I think uh definitely it helped uh from the mental perspective to after a major injury like that you always come back with a different perspective yeah and and perspective is everything because i remember that yesterday i was able to grab marbles with my foot and i was so happy because i was not able to do that on monday and i already did yesterday five days later uh, and my my friends said you are so happy just because we were able to grab marbles. I said, yeah, a perspective, you know, little things. Yeah, no, yeah, um, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I just try to think of how far I've come, and and it was like I'm over the worst. So I, I there's nothing stopping me now. I just keep going, see what mm-hmm. happens until. Did you did you already uh, um, after the surgery? Did you already went through the entire season of tournament, uh, or, or, uh, playing, or were you in the bench sometimes because of soreness, or or did you actually went through the entire season uh, playing? Um, so when I come back, dodgeball season just um, it just sort of ended. There was a there's a tournament at the end of the year, so I, I did that tournament, and then um, my football season had just started. So I come back and I started each game 
for football um, and then would come off maybe they, they were letting me build up my fitness and stuff so I'd maybe come off just after half time and then gradually mm-hmm. build it up and build it up till our last game of the year was it actually went to extra time and I played like a full 120 minutes or something and yeah it was great to build it up but yeah I'd started each game um, and maybe I started each game just because they knew they'd have to make a sub and they didn't sometimes I didn't really know how long was going to last so maybe they started me so that they could sub someone in that <laughs> last the <actual laughs> length of the game <laughs> Were you really tired uh, on the initial games? It was really a matter of fitness or it was more because your foot was sore? It was more because I was sore and, and there was times like, I was like, why? I would say to my coach, why did you take me off? And he goes, you're limping, you're limping out there and you're not, you can hardly walk. And I was like, but but I, 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 my mind was there. My mind wanted to play on, but my body sort of... <laughs> give up and you were not even noticed that you were limping right no I didn't and I that happened in dodgeball too my coaches some coaches would come up to me um and say you need to have a break you're limping and I'm like no I'm not am I and then <laughs> I realized oh wait hold on I am I'm a bit sore and and when it's when I stop and actually listen to my body that I realize okay I'm sore <laughs> um so yeah the the coaches my football coach looked out for that so when I started limping he'd take me off so that's what I needed to work on (laughs) so it it was not really the fitness I mean probably you you gain condition with time but you were not really feeling tired uh... no I wasn't uh, feeling tired it was just building up the like how much my ankle could take I don't know like the, the just making it stronger so that I wasn't limping after 60 minutes or something like that. So it, it just took a wee while for my foot to get used to all the impact and the running and the intensity of it all. <laughs> besides besides the physio, did you also do any type of uh, specific exercise uh, to strengthening your, your legs? And, and Because I saw one, one picture when as soon as you removed the cast, that was very uneven, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. uh, you probably work a lot on, on, on evening that out, right? Yeah, so yeah, my my leg had lost so much muscle. I um, I could put my hand round like my quad at one point, and I was like, mm, "This is really bad." <laughs> um, but I don't know. I well, as soon as I was out of the cast, I was allowed to use the, the exercise bike, so I'd used that a lot, and that built up a lot of muscle quite quick. And then I was at the gym doing some exercises as well, like strength, strength and condition stuff, and that built the muscle back as well but the main thing was that helped was actually just doing the training sessions with the team for football and dodgeball there's a lot in dodgeball there's a lot of like squatting up and down to mm-hmm. duck and yeah. that helped the most really to build it all back I was my leg was so sore the left leg every time it felt like it done like twice the work well it did probably do twice the workout as my right leg but Finally, they're both the same size now, so <laughs> got there in the end. From the nutrition perspective, did you have any special diet uh, when you were completely um, on your cast and not training and everything? Because to me, it was always a concern that I was trying to, to eat healthy yeah. to somehow help on the healing process. Uh, so I was always very concerned about that. Not sure if you, if you were... Um, well, yeah, I would always try to have 
eaten healthy before and and I kind of continued that throughout but it's really tough whenever I wasn't doing anything like I, I just felt unfit and I felt a bit bigger maybe and like clothes were starting not to fit me and I was just so annoying because I was I'm always hungry and I was still always hungry and I just wanted to eat but then I, when I ate I felt guilty and I was just like ah, this is very annoying because I love my food so yeah but I mean, uh, you, you didn't feel like the need to eat like junk food right like uh, sweets or you know no well I like I do eat them sometimes you know here and there and I did maybe um, eat maybe a bit more whenever I was on the casts and stuff but um, and I wasn't burning it off so mm, yeah it was, it was really hard to stop yourself sometimes just wanting to yeah on things and but you know whenever you're back running and stuff you can work that all off it'll be grand right right yeah. No, I'm just. I, I, I. The reason why I asked this is because I was interviewing uh, this uh, guy TJ, and he said that right in the beginning, he was so frustrated that he he just ate a lot. <laughs> it was like he's, I said. He said, "Well, I I was eating myself out just for, mm -hmm. of frustration. It happens sometimes when yeah. you are extremely frustrated, um, and you have the appetite. You're gonna eat a lot." Um, I try to, to, to stay very conscious about that. Although sometimes I, I had moments that I just want to eat a lot, but yeah. uh, no. try yeah, to control myself. Moments you just tick off and eat all around you. But um, no, I was, I, I just made meals. Well, actually, my mom helped me a lot because you can't really cook when you're standing in the cast and crutches. So mm -hmm. um, I was quite lucky that my mom and sister and all did most of the cooking for me and I just ate that. Great, <laughs> so it was quite healthy meals, and then a few awesome. odd days yeah. here, you know. And people buy you loads of sweets after surgery, so you have to eat them. Yeah, yeah, friends, I always bring some sweets uh, to, to you after surgery, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, so. um, I just want to say, Hannah, that was a really all amazing talking to you i just want to say thanks for, for for such a great and positive attitude that you had you i said this offline before we started but i'm gonna say this just to be on the record that your posts um and and your uh, um words during your recovery that i found uh, just putting hashtag Frank injury on, yeah. on Instagram because everyone was uh, looking for this um, so I saw a lot of posts and then I, I that's how I met you yeah. and I, I saw the the pictures but it was amazing to see uh, how positive you were uh, very inspiring so be aware that um, this state of mind and, and this type of sharing really help a lot of people. There is a lot of bad things in social media, but I think that when you have the opportunity to share good things and, and, and experience like you did, it helps other people, right? So I, I just want to say thank you for that. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. And talking to you today was great. I think a lot of people that has this uh, injury, they research and, and hopefully they will find this, uh, this interview, this podcast with this full story uh amazing uh come back uh to be able to to play again to feel alive again and to 
to understand that this was just a bad chapter, but uh, you continue to move on. Yeah, yeah. No, there's. Do you have any final words uh, of uh, encouragement for all of us? Um, well, I don't know. Just just keep going. <laughs> You'll get over it, and you you will come back stronger. I know people say that, but you and and times you you, you don't think it's going to happen, but definitely you do come back stronger from it. So yeah, oh, just yeah. keep up, keep physio going, and keep up the work, and just yeah, that's it really. All right, thank you very much, uh, Hannah, once again. Uh, appreciate your time, taking the time on this uh, Saturday to, to record this. So thank you very much for, for everything. All right, well, thank you, and, and good luck with your recovery as well. Keep All right. Going. You'll be good.